It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. The House on Wednesday passed a stopgap spending bill to keep the government funded for another week, buying enough time for negotiators to hammer out a $1.7 trillion year-end spending package. This funding patch was approved in the House by all Democrats and nine Republicans, a 224 to 201 vote. It will prevent a partial shutdown on Friday night, extending the deadline to December 23rd. Between now and then, this bill goes to the Senate to be approved before it can go to Joe Biden to be signed. Now, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said that the Senate would quickly pass the measure as soon as today, provided there's no, quote, unwelcome brouhaha in the chamber where a single senator can hold up the fix to demand amendments. But then they still have to work on the bigger deal that needs to be done by December 23rd. Got it? Okay. Meanwhile, the Federal Reserve on Wednesday raised its benchmark short-term interest rate again. This time, though, by only half a percentage point. This after four straight hikes of three-quarters of a point rate hikes. But they're continuing to aggressively increase the cost of borrowing, ostensibly to cool the economy and bring down the highest inflation rate in decades. Now, I've been critical of this, but again, I'm not an economist, but I'm not the only one saying enough already. Senator Elizabeth Warren yesterday telling the Huffington Post that Fed Reserve Chair Jerome Powell is, quote, pushing hard to get more people fired because he thinks that's one way to help bring down inflation. Interesting. A former Secretary of Labor, Robert Reich, wrote in The Guardian, quote, the Fed should stop believing it can easily stop profit price inflation by hiking interest rates. It should pause interest rate hikes long enough to see and allow the nation to see they're harming workers and consumers more than corporations that continue to rake in record profits. Hello? (laughs) Professor Reich continued, the government should use other means to tame inflation, like windfall profit taxes, like tough antitrust enforcement aimed at reducing the pricing power of big corporations, like a new antitrust law that allows enforcers to bust up big corporations and prevent them from buying other businesses when they're powerful enough to continue raising their prices higher than their costs are rising. Reich continued, he said, it's important that Americans know the truth. Seven Fed rate hikes in just nine months have not dented corporate power to raise prices and profit margins. And here we go again, again. The White House's warning of a possible COVID-19 winter surge and urging Americans to gather and socialize safely during this holiday season. White House COVID-19 response coordinator Dr. Ashish Jha said that this is not just one disease in isolation, referring to the concurrent waves of COVID-19, RSV, and the flu. In addition to encouraging people to get vaccinated and boosted, the administration said it is restarting the free at-home COVID-19 test program, giving each American household up to four free tests this winter. You can sign up for it right now. Go to covidtests.gov. The administration is also offering federal resources to local health departments, putting an extra focus on high-risk individuals in nursing homes and long-term care facilities. And it's not just a single bout of COVID you should be concerned about, but long COVID is out there and it's deadly. According to a CDC study released just yesterday, more than 3,500 Americans 
died of long COVID-related illness in the first two and a half years of the pandemic. What's long COVID? Well, millions of people with long COVID still have symptoms three or more months after first getting infected. This new study highlights how serious that can be, particularly for older people. But incredibly, the Florida man who appears to be challenging the other Florida man to be the Republican nominee in the 2024 presidential race is doubling down on his wing nuttery. Yeah, Ron DeSantis, who's now trouncing the former guy in at least three major polls, announcing that he so distrusts the aforementioned Centers for Disease Control that he's assembling his own Florida-based alternative to the CDC? What? Our CDC at this point, anything they put out, you just assume at this point uh, that it's not worth the paper that it's printed on. And so it's not serving a useful function. It's really serving to advance narratives rather than do evidence-based medicine. So uh, in Florida, uh, we're creating uh, what we're calling the Public Health Integrity Committee. It's a committee of expert researchers that will uh, be able to assess uh, recommendations and guidance uh, related to public health and healthcare, but particularly being able uh, to offer critical assessments of things that uh, uh, bureaucracies like the FDA, CDC, and NIH um, are doing. But wait, there's more. DeSantis also announced that he's impaneling a special grand jury to go after COVID vaccinations, so-called wrongdoing? Seriously? Today, uh, I'm announcing a petition with the Supreme Court of Florida to impanel a statewide grand jury to investigate any and all wrongdoing in Florida with respect to COVID-19 vaccines. And that will come with legal processes that will be able uh, to get more information and to bring legal accountability for those who committed misconduct. Well, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who's stepping down from his decades-long role as the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and as chief medical advisor to the president and, and the many other public service positions he's held, was asked about this nonsense Wednesday on CNN. I don't have a clue what he's asking for. I mean, we have a vaccine that unequivocally is highly effective and safe and has saved literally millions of lives. The Commonwealth Fund has come out with a report just this past week that vaccinations that have been administered over this period of time, this last year and a half to two years, has saved 3.2 million lives, 18 million hospitalizations, and approximately $1 trillion in costs. So what's the problem with vaccines? I mean, vaccines are life-saving. So quite frankly, I'm not sure what they're trying to do down there. By the way, Ron DeSantis wasn't always so anti-vax. When it was first available, he was all gung-ho on vaccinating the state. If you are fully vaccinated, the chance of you getting seriously ill or dying from COVID is effectively zero. If you look at the people that are being admitted to hospitals, over 95% of them are either not fully vaccinated or not vaccinated at all. And so these vaccines are saving lives. They are reducing mortality. America, don't get complacent and don't turn Ron DeSantis into the next Donald Trump. I don't think this country would survive. 
And that's just a bit of what's news. For now, I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is fully listener-supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on that donate button. 